What is going on, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back. It is Wednesday. It is July. Sorry, not July. January 5th, one of the J months. Um, and we're back finally. Um, hope everybody had a great New Year's, a great Christmas, uh, Hanukkah, whatever it is you celebrate. I hope you guys thoroughly enjoyed it and it was a great time. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about today. Um, so first we're gonna start off. Um, with giving a shout out to one of our our brand sponsors, our network sponsors, Built Bar. Built Bar, unlike any other bars out there that that you have ever tasted, doesn't taste like old play doh or a piece of cardboard. When you eat a Built Bar, you would think you were cheating on your diet. They are so good. Let me tell you. Um, use promo code off the ball, you get ten percent off. Uh, but they don't just have protein bars. It, anything like that. Uh, they do have those, but they also have, those have powders to put into your water. Um, some of my favorites is, is root beer fault because my two favorite drinks in the world, one is water. I do drink a lot of water. Um, but my other, my other is, is my one, my one guilty pleasure is soda. Um, but with the root beer float mixed in my water, it, it, it tastes, it tastes fantastic to be honest. Um, definitely go check them out over at billbar.com. So with that being said, you know, let, let, let's get into this. First thing we got to talk about, and unfortunately, I, I wish that his name wasn't in the news as much as it is for the reasons that it is. But Mr. Antonio's Tavares, Antonio Tavares Brown is um, he's back in the news for mainly one reason, but it is has kind of branched off into a few different things. So first on Sunday in there in. Tampa Bay's close win against the Jets. You know, um, at some point in the game, he stormed off the field. He he, he got in. He seemed to have gotten into an altercation. Uh, he was very upset. And he ended up, uh, Mike Evans looked like he was trying to calm him down a little bit. And it didn't work. He took off his jersey, his pads, took off his compression shirt underneath. Uh, threw that into his glove into the stands along with his gloves, um, and then proceeded to walk off the field. He walked through the back of the end zone, uh, s- seemed to pump up the Jets, the Jets fans that were there. I'm sure there were a few, there were a few Tampa fans as well, but mainly the the Jets fans because they were they were in East Rutherford. So, also did jumping jacks. Pretty much, it looked like, um, but then he was pumping up the crowd. And right away, a lot of people were saying, you know, this, this has got to be his last chance. There's just too much that he's done in, you know, between the time, just between the time that he left Pittsburgh and up until now, uh, with this whole, you know, freezing his free while he was in with the Raiders when they were in Oakland, um, posting that video of, him celebrating when they released him like he he ran throughout his backyard cheering if i remember correctly he he jumped into the pool but i could be wrong on that don't quote me on that but it it really is sad to see what's become of antonio brown as of late because he is undoubtedly one of the best talents this league has ever seen um, just in general, but knew more so at the wide receiver position. He holds uh, two of the top 10 receiving yards 
um, in a season records. I think he's there's like he's number ten and number six, I believe. Um, maybe number five, something like that. I just got knocked down a little bit by a Cooper Cup, who in his own right is a great receiver. Um, I don't agree with what he said about his his record, but you know, I digress. That's not what the point is. But just the fall that Antonio Brown has taken since 2016 is one of the hardest falls I've ever seen that I can ever think of personally. Um, and in my opinion, it all starts with the Vontez perfect hit in the playoffs against uh, the Bengals. That hit, I think from then on, and a lot of people have, have spoken on it. Uh, Flumlo raps is the first time that I'd heard about the theory that that, was kind of the beginning of the end for him. Um, but even more so now, people are are coming up with they're coming up with um not different theories, but they're they're speaking on that and and they're kind of going with what what they feel it was the the downfall of him of Antonio Brown. And I agree a hundred percent. You know, ten years ago, if this would have happened, if he would have been playing 10 years ago and, and was doing all this, you know, we would have chalked it up to, you know, he's he's just a diva. He's a he's a prima donna. He got the bag and that's all he cared about. Now he doesn't really care. You know, stuff like that. Um, but now, now with the movie Concussion starring Will, Will Smith, that's come out. Obviously, all the studies that have been done on cte you know it's a lot it's a lot different now because we we're kind of we're kind of at a crossroads where we still don't know a lot about cte which stands for chronic traumatic encapala i can't say the last word um people much smarter than me came up with with that name so, for now, we're just going to call it CTE. Now that we know about CTE and what it can do when, and how it's led to, <clears throat> you know, the death of most notably Junior Seau, um, I don't remember the name of the Steelers player that it was first found in, um, but I, most notably it was Junior Seau who, who ended up taking his own life, um, and because of CTE, it, it affects the brain and you don't think right stuff like that so now so now we're we a lot of people are theorizing and of course most of us are not in fact i don't think any of us are brain neurologists we're not neurologists we're not qualified to give a diagnosis all we can go off is what we see um and and i think for me personally i'll say this for me personally is more of a wishful thinking more than do I think this is what's really going on. I hope as bad as it sounds, and, and I don't, I'm not saying this that I, oh, I hope he has a brain injury, nothing like that. What I'm saying is I hope there's an explanation as to why he's acting like this. I hope that, that when we're able to look at it, we can, you know, his brain gets examined and, you know, if they say, yes, he suffered, he had really, really severe, case of CTE, we can look back on all this and say, okay, he was truly suffering. Because a lot of people think he is. 
a lot of people think that he is actually suffering. Um, and when you Google CTE, one of the first things comes up is Antonio Brown right now. So just a, another thing that just it's heartbreaking that we can't treat it, that we can't see it until somebody dies, unfortunately, because there's no way to study um, the brain to that capacity while somebody is still alive. But at, at the end of the day, I just hope he's okay. I hope that he is able to get help, to get the, the mental help that he needs and deserves. Um, I hope he can finish out the rest of his life healthy and as healthy as he can be and, you know, kind of just navigate life as best he can. There's not really a whole lot I can I can say on the issue other than the fact that I just hope he gets help. Because at the end of the day, that's that's all we can really hope for people, especially with something like, you know, CTE, which a lot of people speculate him to have. Nothing we can do about it. There's no medication for it. There's no there's no psychotherapy that we know of that is proven to be effective or even indicates it could be effective. Anything like that. It's pretty much. If you have it, you're screwed until. Until you die, and that's the only way to get rid of it. And unfortunately, I think that's where we're at with Antonio Brown. Now, I will say that a lot of other things have come up relating to that incident. Obviously, there's there's a money aspect. He's about eight catches, um, like a hundred and something yards away from, and I think a, a few touchdowns away from from hitting his his incentives in his contract. I think they're three hundred and thirty-three thousand dollars for each. That's the the receptions, total receptions, total receiving yards, and the total touchdowns he gets on the season. Um, there are people speculating that he was kind of being shunned out of the the game plan to keep him from hitting those, so they didn't have to pay him, which I think is absurd. <clears throat> I think that's completely bonkers. Um, if somebody performing, you, you need somebody to perform to get you you know, get to keep you going and to be hot into the playoffs. And they're battling for seeding right now. Green Bay has clinched the one seed, so that's that's done and gone. But I'm sure Tampa would much rather play a team like Philly rather than the Cardinals, which as of right now, the Cowboys would have to play again for the second time in three weeks if if all the seeding stays where it's at right now. I don't think that that was the issue. Um, there were other reports that that I saw today that Antonio Brown's camp had. He was having ankle pain. It was an ankle injury he was dealing with. Uh, there was pain that he had that they wanted him to go get looked at by somebody outside of the Tampa Bay facilities, outside of the Tampa Bay organization. I um, mean, once they did, they found the source and they confirmed his his act his pain. I'm also adding that. They that Antonio Brown has a high pain tolerance, so for him to really be hurting as bad as he was is a big deal. Also, at the same time, he was also basically doing jumping jacks and running just fine off the field when he left. Now, I'm not saying that he that those aren't true. You can still, even with certain uh, knee, leg, foot injuries, you can still for a period of small period of time run normal. Um, I mean, Terrell Owens played an entire game on a broken leg, and you really couldn't tell. So <clears throat> I'm not here to dispute that. But again, my my unprofessional opinion, I think, dude is suffering from CTE, and I really hope he does get the help 
that he needs and deserves because nobody deserves to live like that. Nobody deserves to go through that. Um, he's put he he puts his life on the line week in and week out. Um, despite what you think of him off the field, dude is a competitor on the field. Whenever he suits up, he's trying to be the best. He's trying to be the best Antonio Brown. He's trying to be the best receiver. He's trying to be the best player on the field at that point in time. And you can't deny that. So again, I hope he gets I hope he gets the help that he so desperately deserves. Um let me know what you think, honestly, what's going on with him, whether you agree, whether you think it's a CTE thing, whether you think he's just a diva. I mean, because that's that's still a real possibility. He got the money. Even Ryan Clark said it after he got paid um, or when <clears throat> he was on his way out of Pittsburgh. Ryan Clark was on Sports Center, who he played with Antonio Brown um, in that, that Super Bowl loss to the Packers in, in Jerry World. Ryan Clark was, no, Antonio Brown was a rookie that year. So he played with him and, and Ryan Clark even said, I knew the day that I met him once he, if you ever pay this man, this is, he's going to be a problem. So it could very well just be that he, he, he's a diva. He got his money. That's all he cared about. Um, <clears throat> or if you think there's validity to the, the, the incentives thing, or if you think that, you know, his, his injuries was, was a driving factor because I think they, they didn't want him from that story. They didn't want him back in the game. He didn't want to be put back in the game because of his foot. Um, uh, Bruce Arians basically said, if you're not going back in the game, you're no longer a part of this team. And apparently he had a problem with that. That's according to that, that part. Now, as far as his standing with the team, Bruce Arians did say in a post-game conference, post-game conference on Sunday, that that Antonio Brown was no longer a Tampa Bay Buccaneer, which <clears throat> basically means he's he's done. He's not going to play anymore. Whatever. Um, but they haven't released him yet. Could be for a couple reasons. Um, some people have speculated that it's a CYA. They're trying to figure out the best way to release him without, you know, potentially being sued for wrongful mm-hmm. termination. But the most common seems to be right now is once you release him, he can sign with any team. And like we talked about on overreaction on on overreaction on Monday, I don't think we actually talked about it once we went live. We kind of, we talked about it beforehand. Um, yeah, he comes with problems, but I mean, you're you're looking at maximum of four games. If they were to release him now, somebody picks him up for week eighteen. And then if it's a wild card team or a team playing, you know, outside of the one seed, you're looking at possibly four more games, the wild card round, divisional round, conference championship game, and a Super Bowl. Four more games. Can you deal with him for four more games? His sort of talent, I'm sure a lot of people would say yes. Um, one person in particular that comes to mind absolutely that would do that in a heartbeat is Jerry Jones. He, he would definitely deal with that headache for four games if it meant he was going to win a Super Bowl. Because as Mo said the other day, and again, I think this was privately, but he did say to us, Jerry Jones will do just about anything to win a Super Bowl. And that is very true. So, again, I, I hope he gets the help he deserves. Um, Because, again, it, it really is just, it's really sad to see what's going on with him. Um, well, But with that, we'll be right back. 
So, next on the agenda, next on the list, is is something that I've been kind of holding off on for a while. I've been wanting to do this for for a hot minute, um, but it's never really felt like the right time. I mean, I guess now is is as good a time as any, and I actually planned this before the news came out about the new the new Washington team name um, being announced on February. For those of you that don't know, February 2nd, I'm going to take me off the screen. The football team is going to announce the new name, the new logo, new uniforms, all that fun stuff. And <clears throat> Washington Twitter is in an absolute frenzy. Because... One, we, we've gone, we've been two years without, <clears throat> basically two years without a name. Um, and on top of the organi- organization, as some people so eloquently put it, uh, is poverty. You know, we suck as a team. The organization, the leadership in the organization, mainly the owner, and even previous to this ownership, we, we look at everything, everybody before Ron Rivera, has been absolute poverty from Bruce Allen being around for far too long than he should have. Jay Gruden, um, say what you want about Jay Gruden. Was he a good coach? He had his moments. I think altogether he he was not a great coach. And we'll get into some of his comments in, in a hot minute. But there was a lot that went on in that organization. And now obviously with the lawsuit, and and stuff like that it's it's hard to root for this team right now to be honest to be completely honest it's very hard to root for this team and i don't know honestly don't know how some people do it i'm just going to say that because again as if the the team Making bad product on the field isn't bad enough. The complete incompetence of the owner up until hiring Ron Rivera, up until bringing in basically two new GMs, it's been, it's been rough. But with that being said, um, Doing this, I knew I was going to ruffle some feathers, um, not only just in America in a, in general, but especially within the the Washington fan base, because a lot of people cannot just for whatever reason they cannot seem. Who'd let go of the old name at all. And, I, and I'll never understand it. So with that being said, this is what I'm here to talk about. Why the former team name needs to die. And I mean die. Straight up 100%. The team name, old team name needs to die. Stop saying it. Don't reference it. Let it go. It's in the past. Just stop saying it. Simple as that. Um, so I, I can, I can sum it up in 
one, two points. I can sum it up in two points. The first being something that my dad always taught me growing up. And he, he taught it to me young, and I've always agreed with it, and I've always tried to live by it the best of my ability. That phrase being, <clears throat> if you say or do something to somebody, and they tell you, hey, that upset me, I didn't like that, you have no right to tell them no, it didn't hurt you. You shouldn't be upset. You shouldn't feel that way about it. Because if somebody feels that way, you have no right to tell them that they shouldn't. If you do or say something and somebody says to you, hey, I didn't really like that, your only response should be, if you are a good person, your only response should be, I'm sorry. I apologize. I will never do it again. I didn't know you felt that way or I didn't mean it that way or it was just a heat of the moment situation. And, and I just said first thing that came to mind. I didn't mean it. And I apologize. That should be your only response. But for some reason, no matter the small amount of people, no matter the small set, how small the, the quote unquote people who are offended by it say, hey, we don't like this. Oh, no, it's fine. Well, these ones do. These ones like it. They're not offended by it. So we're going to keep it. The second point that I can I can do to this. The second point I can I can make towards this. Is if somebody. Called you. By anything other than your name. If your name's Mike, and they called you literally anything other than Mike that you did not like, and they told you, hey, or you told them, hey, I don't like that. Can you not call me that? Can you just call me Mike? Like, is that cool? I, I wasn't, wasn't a fan of that. So can we not do that? And that person basically telling you, eh, F off. I don't care. My other friend, Mike, he, he doesn't care when I say it to him. He doesn't care that I call him that. So I'm going to call you that too. I don't care what you think. I don't care how it makes you feel. Because my other Mike friend, he, he likes it. He's okay with it. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to call you that too because he's okay with it. doesn't make sense. It makes no sense. Literally. Zero sense. Because I see every single day on Washington Twitter. Especially now. Now with the news of, of the possible names. Somebody literally said the other day. I think it was actually earlier today. I'm still going to keep saying the old name. And they use the old name. Um, that's always going to be my team. That's what I grew up on. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. You know what a lot of white people grew up on? Calling black people the N-word. We've since moved on from that. You know what else used to be socially acceptable? Using a certain word for homosexuals. Using a homosexual slur. <coughs> you know what else used to be socially acceptable? Using the R word when, reference, when, reference, when referencing 
people with mental disabilities. That used to be okay. We we had this this con- this conversation in in the Off the Ball Network group chat. I'm gonna just I'm not naming names. I'm not here to out people or or to say anything negative about this network because anybody that knows me, I love this network. I've had my issues with people in this network, but not once have I ever thought about leaving said network. And believe it or not, the Off the Ball Network community, the family, we're, we're one of the most tight-knit groups that I've ever been a part of. We literally have conversations that have nothing to do with sports. <clears throat> I remember like a week ago, maybe two weeks ago, we, we legit had a political conversation. Talked about Trump, talked about Biden, talked about BLM, talked about the insurrection on January 6th, talked about the COVID-19 pandemic, the response to it, both Trump's and Biden's. We, we talked about a lot. And and we, we so not everything we talk about in that group chat is, is basketball. Given 99.9% of it is, but that's not all we talk about. One day we talked about, I can't remember what word was used. I want to say it was the word, you know, referring to somebody with mental disabilities. And somebody halfway joked, said, hey, you can't say that. Like, you shouldn't say that anymore. Like, it's offensive. Of course, first response out there, not their mouth because they were typing, but first response was, well, man, this, this generation's so soft. Everything's offensive these days. They can't take a joke. They can't do this. They can't do that. It's so different from when we grew up. Yes, it is. It's a lot different from when we grew up. Because if you are, let's say, over the age of 25, you're 26 and older, chances are you've used certain words that are no longer socially acceptable. Chances are you have used that word when talking about, not talking about somebody with a mental disability, but talking about somebody who doesn't and just something they do is dumb. So you use that word. Maybe when you were younger, you did use a homophobic slur. Not referencing homosexuals, anything like that, but you used it. Are you proud of it now? Probably not. And if you are, you should reconsider your, your life choices up in, up until this point. But yes, <clears throat> society is, is a lot different right now. That, that's, that's a given. I don't deny that. But it's not because we're softer. It's not because we are more sensitive. It is because we are more educated. My point earlier, like I said, when I said that we're, um, white people used to use the N-word towards black people. That's what they used to call them. And one day, somebody was like, hey, not a fan of that. Let's maybe not call us that. And of course, and obviously there's still people to this day who use it. Absolutely people to this day who still use it. Hard R too. Not like, not the way that they want to use it. A lot of people want to use it. I'm talking as a slur. But, but eventually it was agreed upon by the vast majority that you know, it's socially unacceptable. Now you still got the people out there. Oh, why can't we say it? I don't mean it like that. I say, I'll say it with the A. I'll say it with the ER. Like, they're my homies. Why you want to say it so bad? I'll, I'll never understand. But 
goes back to my my main point about this. Team name needs to die. Daniel Snyder used to use a poll from 2016 that said a majority of Native Americans, um, when talking about or thinking about the old Washington name, the term they used was proud. Um, and then there were a couple other options, but I think the majority of it said proud. And that's the poll that he constantly used to defend his his inaction to change the name. Then, of course, as we all know, in 2019, you know, money got involved. Pepsi threatened to pull their their deal they had with with the team. Uh, FedEx was going to take away, was going to pull off the naming rights deal they had with the stadium, so it would have been an unnamed stadium. Um, and that alone brings in a lot of money. Uh, naming rights to a stadium does. Nike had pulled all Washington stuff off the website, so you weren't able to buy it there. So there, there was a lot of money being lost. And obviously, everybody knows this day and age, and especially in this country, in this capitalistic country, you know, money talks. Money talks BS walks. We we know that. So once money started, you know, losing money started becoming a real, a real potential. Dan Snyder was like, okay. Maybe we should change it. Maybe we will. And eventually retired the name. There were thoughts that we were going to come up with a name in three, four weeks. Uh, never did. We've been, we're finishing our second season as a Washington football team, which I've grown to love personally, not going to lie. I, I'm okay with it. Yeah, it's another thing people can make fun of us about. Um, that not only does our team suck, but we have no name. So our name can't even suck because we don't have one. But, you know, that, that's not the point. So Dan Snyder can you continue to use this. Is outdated. I wouldn't say outdated. Um, they they he continued to use this poll as his defense for not changing the name. Um, but a study was done. I think it was a Washington Post. I want to say it was a Washington Post um poll. Yeah, it was a Washington Post poll. And then a couple um acad- academias. I think is how you say the word. Um, clearly, I'm not in academia, but they were from the University of Michigan and UC Berkeley. I do know UC Berkeley is a really good school. Um, I had dreams of going there one day, and once they told me, like, hey, you, you need to actually be smart to come here. I was like, yeah, I want to go that bad. School's not all that. But all seriousness, one of the most beautiful campuses I've ever seen in my life, UC Berkeley, up in, uh, up in the Bay Area. That being said, <clears throat> so two academics from University of Michigan and UC Berkeley contradict that data. I'll pull up the article that I'm reading right now. Let me zoom in for you guys a little bit. In a scientific survey of more than 1,000 Native Americans, roughly half the participants say they were offended by the by the old name. Moreover, 65% said they were offended by the sports fans performing the Tomahawk Chop, which is very prevalent in Atlanta at the Braves games and obviously in <clears throat> at Florida State. They do it, you know, before and every kickoff. And 73% said they were offended by fans imitating Native American dances, which could be, you know, especially if you don't do them right, if you don't know how to do them. And the thing with... <coughs> The thing with Native American dances is most of them had a purpose. You know, the the one that comes to mind a lot that I've actually seen in person was is a rain dance. 
know, back then, they thought he had a sun god, a rain god, and all these different gods, and so they would do a dance for the rain gods. Hey, we need rain. We haven't gotten any in a, in a little bit. Can we get some rain? And they would do a dance. And obviously, we know now, no rain god is, is basic, whatever the word is, meteorology. Um, but again, they a lot of nests still hold to this day that they do. Um, so yeah, if, if you're not doing a dance right and your dances were <clears throat> were made to do were made for a certain reason, you know, I can see that. You you being offended. I mean it's not like people on like on TikTok right now, people try, trying to do the reject, you know, from, from the new boy song, You're a jerk, and they can't. They completely suck at it. It's just a dance. You know, you can't suck at that. But when you're trying to imitate somebody a culture's dance that was made for a reason. And they don't like it. You're not doing it right. Not doing it for that reason. You know, maybe you shouldn't. But they asked her, how did this study come to be? Seems back in 2016, Washington Post polled, arguing that 90% of Native uh, Native people are not offended by the name. And then there was another poll that came out in 2019 that claimed they had the, excuse me, the same results, but their data was quite different. There are Native-driven polls that show very different results. And yet, for some reason, the Washington Poll is seen as having killed the debate. <coughs> Can we do a study that would be both a check of, of the work they did and be as scientific as opposed to public opinion poll? Can we create this poll that would really consider the literature and see if we can account for more of the variation Native people's experience? There are fatal flaws in the Washington Post poll. There's flaws in any poll. One, you don't get everybody. You're, you're going from the sample size that you choose. I don't know what the sample size was in the in the Washington Post poll, um, this one clearly states it was more than a thousand, which I think is still a very very small sample size, but not the point. The point being, roughly half the half the participants said they were offended by the name. That, that that's too much. That's way too much. Even if just one person did, doesn't like something, why would you still want to do it? And I don't know if it's, I I honestly don't know. Some Somebody actually did tell me. They, they gave me a, a they, they said something about it. And it kind of did make sense. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm about to pull it up. Let me see if I can find it real quick. So he said, because I did ask the question. I said, can we please just accept that with education comes an understanding of some words are no longer acceptable to use? Even if it's just a small percentage of people who feel some type of way about a word, why would you still want to use it? And he replied, people don't like to admit that they're wrong, so they dig in these words rather than say they shouldn't have said them at all. And I believe that is very true. And I believe that is very true in this country, sadly. People like to say this is the greatest country on earth because of freedoms and red, white, and blue, bald eagles, and all that shit. It's not. I'm sorry, it's not. Because when we have a group of people <coughs> who openly tell you, I don't like this. Can, why would you still want to use it? That's something I don't understand. And I guess I'm just, I don't know if it's just, I'm just a good person. 
don't think that I, I think a lot of these people who still use the word they're good people i've never met them personally i just interact with them on twitter or i see their posts their tweets but i wouldn't say it's, i'm a better person than them i think at the end of the day i just i'm more sympathetic because if somebody called me something that i didn't like and i asked them not to and their response was i don't care I'm still going to call you anyways. Like, per, my, my first name is Robert. I go by Robert or Rob, whatever. Um, why people love to change it to Bobby. Like, y'all, anybody named Robert, your name is now Bobby. You've been knighted as Bobby and whatever. So, I, I don't like that. You know, my, my legal name is Roberto. I go by Robert. Some people can call me Rob. Most people do, because I guess two syllables is too much, which I get it. So they call me Rob. Um, but if anybody calls me Bobby or Bob, I, I correct them. Don't call me that. It's not my name. And if they were at the time like, well, I'm still going to call you that because, you know, I, I just like to call you that. That's what I've always called people named Robert and my other buddy, Rob. Again, my other buddy, he he's cool with it. He don't care. So I'm going to still call you that and then we're going to have a problem. Too many people dig their heels into these outdated culture and words, and they can't fathom just a slight change in their life to not upset somebody else. Because this whole, well, these Native Americans, they're cool with it. They don't care. That has real, I'm not a racist, I got a black friend, vibes. Not gonna lie. People saying, I'm still gonna call them by the old name because I mean it with tradition, I mean it out of respect. That has real, I just wanna say it with the A, I'm not gonna say it with the hard R kind of vibes. You think I'm wrong? Prove it. Because again, just think about if somebody were to call you a name that you didn't like, that you didn't approve of, something other than your government name, and you told them, I don't like that. Can you not call me that? And they told you, I don't care. I don't care that you don't like it because I'm going to call you that anyways. It would make you feel some type of way. A way that you probably wouldn't want to feel like and a lot of you will probably sit here and say oh I, I wouldn't care i just wouldn't talk to them anymore and what if they marched and made money off of it made money off of the name they called you with you put your face on a shirt said the name that you didn't like and made billions of dollars off of it you would again feel some type of way you cannot tell me that you wouldn't because the same people saying that this generation is soft and we're offended by everything snowflakes and we care too much about stupid things you guys are also caring about stupid things you guys are also upset that some people don't like a word you're also upset that people want change people want to do something different so so 
I ask you, who's the real snowflake? The people that are like, okay, this group of people don't like it. Let's do something about it. Let's not upset them. Let's not make them, let's make sure they're they're they feel loved and welcome. And I know this country has a ter- terrible track record with making certain groups feel loved and accepted, especially the Native American community. Oh, this country was a whole ass country for was it like two hundred years before the Native Americans were considered American citizens in their own country, where they were here first. Andrew Jackson, the person on the twenty dollar bill. Mass genocide of Native Americans. And he, and he celebrated. Maybe not for that, but that's what he did. Why is he celebrated? The country has a terrible track record with, with inclusiveness and making everybody feel loved and accepted. You can quote the Constitution and the Bill of Rights all you want, where it says all men are created equal. They were not, especially at the time that that thing was written. It was not. So miss me with that. Please and thank you. If you're seriously upset about the name change, go find another team. Find another team to root for. Avoid using the team name. Avoid talking about the team as much as you can. Because if you can't just not use a simple word, maybe you're not a good person. Maybe I am better than you. Maybe. Think about that. Enough about that. We're going to close out the show with with some with some Oh, actually, since we're on the topic, let's make it a little lighter. I I we posted a poll on our Washington Football Guys um page the other day. Um, what do you think the new team, the new team team, new team name would be? I apologize, I'm having trouble talking today. Uh, first one was Red Wolves slash Wolves. Obviously, that is no longer an issue. I put this out before, uh, before I read the Jason Wright letter saying that Red Wolves too many, too many complications, um, <coughs> with you know, uh, copyrights and trademarks and all that. It was too much of a headache, so they didn't want to do it, which fine. I, that was a that was my second choice. I'm a Red Tails fan, personally. I think Red Tails would be super dope. Um, but, so, Red Wolves is out. Commanders, Defenders, and others. Um, Sports Bruce and News, I appreciate you for, for, for voting. He said he thinks it's going to be the Admirals, which I could see that. Um, but commanders, I think this is this is just what a lot of people think is it's the consensus right now when it's going to be. Um, but our guy Kenneth from the Shooter Shoot podcast, um, he he gave an interesting one. The Washington missed playoff. Well, if that's the case, then that should have been the Cowboys' name last season. Well, that should have been their name this season. They missed the playoffs last season. The difference is when everything, all things are equal, they're still a better team. You know, Dallas fans want to complain last year that, oh, we had Ben DiNucci and we had Andy Dalton and whoever whoever else they had. They had those players on the roster the entire season. We won with Dwayne Haskins, Kyle Allen, Alex Smith, 
Taylor Heineke almost had to go to Steven Montez in the playoff game. Almost five quarterbacks we had to go through for a division title. Now, again, we only won at seven and nine. I get that. I'm not saying that we, you know, we're better than what we were. We picked a quarterback up literally off the street. He was the week that we signed him, he was taking his degree. Uh, he was taking finals for his engineering degree at ODU and still can and almost beat, went toe to toe with Tom Brady. Let that sink in. I went toe to toe with Tom Brady. I personally think. It's going to be the defenders. Um, and then this was on our watching football guys page, but then I, I had to let him know, you know, what I was about to do. Um, but we learned our lesson with that in this network, blocking people. And then I work in our group chat. If you're part of group chat, don't, don't block somebody. If you do that person will be, he's out of the group chat and it, it's not fun. But let me know what you, what you think is going to be in the comments. Do you think it'd be commanders, defenders, or something else. If you need something else, let, let us know in the comments. You can either check this poll out at Washington Football Guys or go to my page at FNC Pod. Um, it's on there too. Definitely check it out. Let us know what you think. You got five days left. <clears throat> that being said, look at that beautiful face. Um, either way, I'm about to give you guys some uh some betting betting picks coming up. We'll be back in just a minute. We're about to give you some betting picks, a lock of the week, an upset, and and against the spread. <clears throat> um, this obviously is brought to you by brought to us by BetUS, awesome sponsor of the network. I want to remind our listeners that this show is sponsored by BetUS. BetUS is the newest sponsor off the ball network. They have the fastest payouts in the in- industry and offer $125 to sign up um, when you use promo code off the ball. Make sure you use promo code off the ball in all caps. Head over to BetUS dot com sign up today again that's off the ball in all caps now the big thing is 125 percent sign up bonus so if you deposit a hundred dollars on your on your on your sign up you get 125 free dollars three dollars a bet now let's look at the most lopsided <clears throat> one right here if you're looking at you if you're looking at if you think Jacksonville can pull it off um, they're plus 750. Don't know what the math is off the top of my head, but I know it's for every $100 you win that. You figure just $200, $200 alone, that's $1,500 you would bet, you would win. Turn $100 of your own money, you get $125 of their money. Turn that into $1,500 real quick, um, and you're good to go. That's, you know, that, that, you don't get much better, much better deal than that. You know, a lot of people, a lot of these sites will give you maybe a hundred percent up to a certain amount of dollars, um, but one hundred twenty-five percent 
a free money that's dope definitely go go over and check them out um even if you have a betting home go use bet us just for the free money um and use promo code off the bond off the ball in all caps will definitely help out the network so we're gonna go with my lock of the week um and there was a game that i just highlighted i feel like i, I would take the colts money line if you're not really if you're if you're trying to do trying to put together a parlay three to four game parlay um i think that that definitely has to be one of your locks not only is Jacksonville a complete dumpster fire, much like the Washington football team is right now, um, the Colts are playing for something. They're playing for a playoff spot. They have to win. It's a win and in game for them. They have uh, one of the best running backs in the league. If Derrick Henry hadn't gotten hurt, you, you know, it'd be those two for sure. But, you know, the league's leading rusher and Jonathan Taylor. Um, so as long as, and it's Jacksonville, so they'll be able to run the ball a lot. They're probably going to score often, score early. So they're not going to have to throw the ball a lot, which means Carson Wentz, uh, Mr. Two Ankles himself, won't have to throw the ball a whole lot, so he won't be able to lose a game for them. So that's my lock of the week. Upset. Upset's kind of tough. Um, for me, an upset is is anything more than three points, because I feel like, like looking right here, Chargers and Raiders, the spread is three points. I feel like it's kind of, that's almost, that's essentially a pick em without being a pick em. Um, so I'm gonna give you guys this one just because it technically is over three points. I'm gonna go with Atlanta over the over the Saints. Uh, Atlanta has played well at times this week. Um, I think they'll be able to pull it out. Secondly, though, I for some reason, as much as I don't like to say it, this scares me. This scares me a lot because a lot of times this New York Giants football team has has been disastrous to us last week of the season and. I know we don't have anything to play for per se, um, but this Ron Rivera coach team, they're probably playing for pride. Joe Judge made his comments about um about his team not not having fist fights. I'm gonna try to pull it up in a minute. Uh, that's my gaming one. I apologize. I got too many, I got I have way too many Twitters. That's facts. Um, but back to back to Bet US. This scares me. I I, I wouldn't be upset if people took the Giants, um, especially the plus seven, which we'll get into a minute up next, are against the spread. Um, this is when I look at spreads. I don't like to bet props in the game. That that's more of of Kenneth thing. Kenneth at, or at Shooter Shoot, he puts a daily, um, daily newsletter out. Um, I believe he does it on Substack now. So go check out Off the Ball Network on Substack to um, please subscribe to it. It definitely helps out the network. Um, a lot of good content too. He puts daily daily bets out. He he does a lot of prop bets. Um, you know, anytime TDs with certain players, I don't really like to do that. I bet money line, the spread if I like it, and then sometimes I'll do the over under. Like this under, I would probably take the under on this one. Thirty eight points for two really bad offenses. Um, don't know who's all playing, so it it's. I would probably take the under on that, but if we're talking just spread. This one right here. Now, the Jets, they're not bums. They're not bums by any means. They beat the Titans this year. They went toe-to-toe with, with the GOAT last weekend. They forced Antonio Brown to basically give up on football um, entirely. Plus 16, that's a lot of points. That's 
plus 16 and a half is a lot of points. I don't like to bet spreads that are double digits. Even this kind of scares me because Tennessee already lost to Houston once. David Mills has been playing pretty well, all things considered. That kind of scares me. Um, but I definitely take this one. Jacksonville is just a dumpster fire. I wouldn't be surprised if it was 16, but I think maybe 14. But if we're looking one to do a uh, parlay, you need you need to pick one. I'd say this one right here, uh, Jets, pl- Jets plus 16 and a half, maybe, <coughs> excuse me, maybe by the point to make it an even 17, bada boom, bada bing, thank you, ma'am, and hopefully you win some money. Uh, if you win some money with my picks, let me know. I would definitely like to, um, I'd definitely like to know. With that being said, that's it for me today. I hope you guys enjoyed the show, whether you watched uh, any part of it live, whether you're watching the clips on YouTube, the rerun on Facebook, clips on TikTok. You know, you guys already know where to find me. FNC Pod on Twitter, Football and Chill Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, uh, Football and Chill Pod on the TikTok. I have been making TikToks a little bit here and there. Um, we're not going to be here next Wednesday. Um, I got real life work because, again, uh, Chris LeBron doesn't want to pay us. He's uh, keeping us from unionizing. Um, he said his goal is to be like Jeff Bezos. He said they're both bald, so that's why he feels so connected to him. Um, so he's constantly union busting. Won't let us unionize. Um, but those are obviously all jokes. Um, but yes, next Wednesday, my real work takes priority, so I will not be here next Wednesday. Catch me Friday uh, with my guy Couch Coach live. Over on the Washington Fall Guys podcast, we'll be previewing week 18 finale um, against the Giants. Uh, we might be talking about the new name. We'll see. Um, I'll get with him probably later on tonight or a little bit tomorrow. See, work out the details of that. Um, catch us on Overreaction Monday. I don't know if I'm going to be a part of that on Monday, but usually there's about three or four guys from the network on Overreaction Monday. Always a good show, um, especially last our first week 18 of of uh in the history of football definitely go check that out um if you're into streaming if you're into gaming probably in about 30 minutes or so i'm gonna i'm gonna hope hop over on twitch that's what you guys saw that for um twitch.tv slash football and chill gaming i'm going to be playing a little bit of call of duty so definitely go check that out and check out everything that we're doing here at Off the Ball Network. Um, again, I pr- greatly appreciate it. Go follow me on TikTok. I'm definitely going to be putting out some more stuff. Going to be posting clips of this. Um, there's some uh, cool, somewhat funny TikToks, depending on what you're a fan of. But um, other than that, thank you so much for watching, guys. I'll catch you next time. <laughs>